Ready? Steady. Fetch. Speak. show me the error of my ways is the resident fanboy it's Blake good evening good evening how you doing yeah I'm all right uh, we're in danger of getting blown away yeah it's pretty windy isn't it it is very windy uh, and we're recording this in our studio which is actually <laughs> I really hate it when people are like normal regular podcasters and they try and blag that they've got a studio in their house we're in the spare room on I can a, see. With a mic set up, with a mic and laptop set up and an ironing board. And an ironing board. I am sat on a stability ball, which is why my voice sometimes goes a bit like this if I forget I'm not allowed to roll about. And you're sat on the creaky chair. I'm sat on the creaky chair that doesn't go in the dining room because it's too creaky. Yep. Over in the corner. Hi, MTV. Welcome to our crib. <laughs> Over yeah. in the corner is my work desk. Yes. In the and window, we have our plants and feed that we're growing for the summer. Yeah. This is te- that's a weird intro, like showing people that they can't see stuff. <laughs> and behind me is a load of boxes. Yeah, which uh, need to be returned to yeah. the people that we got them from. So yeah, so uh, I can't remember what our intro is now. But yeah, anyway, we're in the spare room. The weather's poop, so yeah. you might hear some wind, uh, some arctic howling soundtrack sound escape mm. type thing in the background so apologies if that's the case and there it goes seagulls one week wind the next yeah we are the podcast that takes a film that i ms movie grouch hello have avoided watching for uh very stupid reasons and we give it a watch we have a chat about it mm. and yeah. we record the conversation for your listening pleasure yeah we do yeah, that is the whole premise. So, before we dive into, thank you, into this episode's movie, we have a little chat about anything that we might have been watching. Sometimes we do watch things separately. Mr. Fanboy, stop eyeing up my seedlings there. Uh, tell us what you've been watching. I started watching Snowfall. Uh, okay. Which, I don't know much about this at all. So, it's set in LA in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. at the beginning of basically what is now is the crack epidemic. Okay. So how they reduced cocaine coming in from Colombia and stuff in and turned it to a cheaper product for the community, basically, because they didn't want to sell to white people and they didn't want to sell to Mexicans because they are black. It's a fictional story, kind of with real realist tone set in. Um, I'm hearing uh, Furious Styles in my head here from Boys in the Hood where well, he's talking about it, um, he's talking um, about like white men selling drugs to so yeah so in series one John Singleton who did Boys in the Hood directed and helped out with a lot of the episodes I think it's just series one possibly into series two as well before he died yeah before he oh, died wow. so he's heavily involved which is so how old is it then what, when did this, when did John Singleton die he died last year didn't he oh okay I think it was last year. I thought it was recent. Yeah. But no, it's really good. So it's like fictional, but it's sort of real. And it's really mm. good. And I've been watching some basketball. Um, I don't like watching Boston Celtics. 
like there's a lot of fakery going on about how good they might be. It's a farce. They're terrible, really. They might win some fakery. games. Fakery? Yeah, it's like you put on a brave face because you're right. hiding something that makes you a bit shit or a bit sad. But the Phoenix Suns are amazing. They've been a joy to watch that's, the last couple of months. That's the first time in a while, isn't it? Yeah, pretty since Steve Nash left, I would say. They've okay. been really good. Yeah, so that's it, that's it really for me. How? Quite a lot there. Oh, because it's always Phoenix Suns and Sacramento Kings. How are the Kings doing? They're, they're, yeah, it's not so quite them. <laughs> I mean, they, it's a shame because they've got a load of talent, but right. they're, just, they're just bad. They're not doing like a process thing where they... Not like the Sixers, no. Oh, yeah. no. They're not tanking. Okay. I don't think they're tanking on purpose, no. Okay. So what about you? I have been consuming things, but not media. <laughs> I thought you were going to see me doing a lot of eating, which I have been doing. A lot of comfort eating recently. No, I've been reading a lot. I've read some really good books and I have found like this whole genre that I love. Lesbian, feminist, Ooh. fiction. Sexy. No, 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 but it's not, it's not. It's like you say that and people automatically think like, eh, it's girls getting it on with girls, but that's not the main thing that the characters are. They're all these other things and mm. they just happen to be a lesbian. Yeah. And actually the relationships that they have with women, the main part of the story so yeah. it's it's pretty cool but the one that i'm reading at the moment is called uh madam and it's like a darkly feminist novel and it's fucking amazing awesome um it's like a cross between rebecca and secret history oh which cool lights my fire because of two of my favorite books awesome obviously because one was written about me <laughs> yeah yeah and um, i've also been watching starstruck which i know we started yeah, and you thought and I was like, I didn't it. think you were enjoying it. It's all right. I'm quite enjoying it. It's quite harmless. It's quite funny. Just yeah. put it on in the background. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, Oswald and I watched a little bit of that this morning, and oh, he, nice. he rather enjoyed it. Awesome. That's cool. That's cool. So um, that's about it, really. Yeah. I'm quite enjoying having a break from telly and just. Yeah, we watched. We haven't watched any telly today. We have. We've just watched an well, episode uh, of the Goldbergs until we've just got back from sitting. The dog walk, yeah, that's all we've watched all day. It's been really nice. Um, so I'm on Goodreads because I've, I've got a stack of books I keep adding to and I'm just not getting through them. And actually it's been a while since I've really read books where I'm all I want to do is finish whatever, like work or, I don't know, work out or whatever. Mm. And I'm like, at the end of the day at the moment, my, my, my thing that gets me through difficult bits of the day is... I can get into bed and I can read, read, which is really nice. I haven't had that in a while and that's I'm cool. enjoying having that feeling back. Awesome. So that's about it, really. Cool. Without any further rambling. We watched... This is a personal choice. This isn't because it's a All classic. of it is a personal choice. No, some of them are because they're classics. Um, this, <laughs> but this. it's still a personal choice because you've put the list together. Yeah, but some of them have to be. Some of them I want them to be on there. Hmm? Some of the films have to be on there because I'd get chastised by the community. Oh. And some of them I want to be on there. Like Fast and Furious, for example. And this one. This is a choice because I've got an attachment to many of the Jackie Chan films in my life, in, in, in the world. Okay. Um, but we watched 1985's Police Story. Starring Jackie yep. Chan. We did. Synopsis? So, yeah, synopsis, please, first and foremost. A virtuous Hong Kong police officer must clear his good name when the drug lord he is after frames him for the murder of a dirty cop. Awesome. That is exactly what happens in this oh. movie. Yeah, it's quite an accurate one this yep. week. Scores and the doors. IMDb, it's 7.6. Rotten Tomatoes, audience score is 88%. And a critic score is 95%. 
Um, oh wow! So it did quite well then. Yeah, sorry. I don't. Yeah, couple of audience reviews from Rotten Tomatoes. This one is clearly a, spe- a, clearly a There's a clearly a spelling mistake. Half a star. I could not get into it. I could finish watching the film. The script sucked. I'm thinking oh. it's, but I couldn't. And then in all capitals, as if the guy is shouting this review, Jackie Chan, yes, stunts crazy. No commas or wow. full stops. Okay, cool. Yeah, they're the ones that I liked. Um, oh. They were actually really difficult to find funny ones. People actually took the film, reviewed this film with like, a lot of seriousness. Yeah, they did. I found that <clears> as well, which... Is really interesting. Yeah. Considering the film, I guess, in a way, yeah. which we shall now go Discuss. into. This, I kind of, I think I know the answer to this one, but what has stopped you from seeing this movie before? Had you even heard of it? No. Yeah, see, that's what I sort of thought. I'm not a massive martial arts film fan, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. I, th- I think we'll just leave it there. Yeah. I don't really think like, so you didn't, you'd not heard of it? No, like, you know, I knew, obviously I know who Jackie Chan is, yeah. and I've, I've seen Game of Death, and Game that's, of Death? Wow. Okay. Game of Death is Bruce Lee. That's fine, yeah. Uh, I've seen Enter the Dragon, I've seen... So Bruce Lee. Yeah. So you've seen Bruce Lee So films. I've seen Bruce Lee, I've seen a couple of Bruce Lee yeah. films, I've seen, probably seen something else. Right. But, it's not sticking in my head. No, that's fine. That's okay. I mean, there's a lot of content out there because yeah. it's sort of martial arts. Yeah, it's quite. And a there huge... is a few on the list, like of different styles. Though there's oh, okay. a couple that I think will do because yeah. I think because what I want to find is knowing that I wish we'd done the raid for for a real episode oh, okay. and not a test. I want to see if there's anything out there that Some has that effect, and because that was a good podcast and it was a reaction that I wasn't expecting to get from you. So, right. like, oh, there's a couple in here that I just want to see if we can get near that bar with another martial arts film. We keep talking about that episode, don't we? We ought to release that. Yeah, we probably should. As a little extra, yeah. as a little yeah, we extra. Yeah, we We probably should. What was your preconceived idea of this movie going off of the title that I told you two weeks ago? That'll be a story about police activity. <laughs> Jackie Chan would be in it. So, okay, cool. <laughs> not wrong, though, am I? No, you're not wrong. No. Okay. I, I didn't realise, like, God, this is going to... I'm going to sound like a really ignorant Western white woman. Uh, but I didn't realise kind of, like, how massive that the whole genre was. Oh. And how, like, much money and how successful it is. Yeah. It's, it's, oh. it's it, pretty it's, amazing. Yeah. So, like, Donnie Yen, who is in one of the films we'll probably watch, maybe more than one, I don't quite off the top of my head, he's, like, their Marlon Brando. Oh, OK. In this genre of movie. That's what I'm led right. to believe. I don't always appreciate that actually it's this an insight into another culture and yeah. into another uh, yeah. film industry that works, you know, that's outside of Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, awesome. That's cool. See, I'm glad we expanded on that because I don't know if we've got that out of you. Um, okay, opening scene and setups, please. The Royal Hong Kong Police Force is starting to put Operation Ball Hunt into fruition to arrest crime lord Chu Dao. Inspector Kan Kakwei, or Kevin Chan in some versions, is part of the operation which starts in a shanty town. Now they say shanty town, but I thought it was like a dye factory because there's there's some really lovely little shots where they they've got like the red and the yellow fabric out. Yeah. And I thought it was it might a be, dye factory. Might be, just me, it might be sort of saying shanty town because that's what it looks like to more common yeah, folk. I guess, I guess I don't it know. does. So the criminals spot the police and havoc breaks out. But before there's a giant ch- car chase through the shanty town, we see a nurturing kind side to Kakwe, 
who supports a nervous colleague during the gunfight. So Kakwe persists in his chase. The criminals have escaped on a bus and he follows on foot. Kwe catches the bus and climbs up it and hangs onto it using an umbrella. He then manages to bring the bus to a halt after a fight scene by threatening to shoot the driver with his gun an action which later sees Kakwe reprimanded by Superintendent Lee for letting things get out of hand on the operation. But despite this, he is subsequently presented to the media as a model police officer. And there's quite an amusing scene where <laughs> he's kind of got a pose and looked like the model police officer. It was pretty fun. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's kind of the opening yeah, scene cool. and set up. Yeah, it is, it is, there is some good comedy moments in this. Yeah. In it, and isn't I'm, there? That are quite, like, translatably funny. Yeah. Considering this was made in the 80s, there were some really surprising themes through the film. And I wasn't expecting it to be a slapstick, as it was. Yeah, yeah. And... Did you enjoy that element? It, slapstick element? It took me a while to get into it. Right. And I I think, yeah, I, th- there were bits that genuinely made me laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you were laughing with me, definitely. Yeah. It, it was a weird experience, but one that I didn't not enjoy. Yeah. I think it's interesting that the guy mentions about like the language or the script was really badly written because I think that's probably I don't I didn't think that the script was badly written. I just think it was a translation thing. Yeah. And I noticed that actually it was very straightforward. So it was it was very direct and you knew exactly what was happening and who was doing what and all the rest of it. And that's I quite like that because the it felt like the story was moving along at quite a pace. I did think later on in the movie it did lose its way a little bit. I think for me it kind of shifted because it starts with loads of action and you know Jackie Chan's in it so you know he's going to be doing a majority of his stunts. So you you kind of are expecting that kind of thing but then it sort of went from like this really full-on action scene then to the more slapstick sort of romantic elements and I was a bit like oh I wasn't expecting there to be so much interplay and so much sort of romantic involvement between certain characters so that was quite surprising and I think that for me detracted from some of the the storyline okay cool I think what I'm trying to say is that they felt very separate elements to the story so I think I was sitting down and expecting to watch like a crime thriller and then it was almost like I had to sort of be like oh okay so there's a a comedy element Mm -hmm. oh there's there's like a romance element and I think they felt quite separate to me okay cool. but that could be because it's the first kind of film of that genre that i've watched yeah. it could be that it wasn't in its original I, you know i was reading subtitles so it wasn't in its original language so yeah story of compact development okay so kakwe's next assignment is to protect chu dao's secretary who's selena fong played by brigitte lin so selena was kind of at the the dye factory and she's kind of been taken into police custody so she plans to testify testify in court about chu dao's illegal activities selena states that she does not require protection but after kakwe has a fellow policeman break into her apartment and poses a knife wielding murderer she becomes more cooperative and this was a genuinely really creepy scene. Like, I was sort of <gasps> at one point because she's in sleepwear, which is quite skimpy. The guy's in a mask and it's There's quite... a weird looking mask as well. Yeah. It's it's the sort of thing that's been utilised or, or a similar sort of style that's been utilised really well in the horror films. Yeah. Things like Purge and... the Is it The Others with 
No. Strangers. Strangers with Liv, Tyler and, yeah. So that was really, really creepy. And I think with a lot of the things, a lot of things that have been in the news recently, you're aware that this is a a guy with a knife and a mask and this girl is is potentially really in danger. And then you kind of figure out that Kirkway and his colleague are in on it together and he's, he's set this up just to prove a point that he needs to be around to protect her. That end of that scene where basically the the police colleague ends up getting knocked out I think Karkway's trying to tell him to leave and he's I think does he get hit over the head oh she hits over yeah because she doesn't go down without a fight this is the really cool thing about uh, Selena Fong's character is she gives as good as she gets Mm. and she does get a lot of silliness from Karkway Um, she's having to put up with a lot from him yeah and, of course, she's sort of trying to attack the attacker as if he's really attacking yeah. her, not knowing that it's a, a put-up yeah. job. So she's sort of smashing things over his head and knocking out this guy, and then Karkway's trying to get him out of the apartment, which I, I genuinely thought was actually a really cleverly choreographed scene. Yeah, it was great. Um, and really, yeah, quite yeah. funny, although it felt quite creepy because of the uh, the whole... There was, like, a sexual kind of undertone, which was a bit weird. After Karkway and Selena leave her apartment later that evening, they're attacked by some street thugs whom Karkway is able to defeat with his martial arts skills. They have like a massive rumble, which is yeah. pretty cool. And the fight leaves Selena's car a wreck. So they go to Karkway's apartment with uh, and Selena's still wearing her lingerie. And he's surprised by his girlfriend, May, played by Maggie Chung, and her friends who are throwing him a birthday party, a surprise birthday party for him. May sees Selena, misunderstands, become ang- becomes angry with Karkway, quite rightly, I think, and she shoves the birthday cake in his face and there's like a scene where he gets quite a lot of birthday cake in his face, which is quite amusing. Karkway is later able to explain to May that Selena is a witness, but only after much bumbling and further misunderstanding. Yeah. And he's sort of trying to be Barry Big Spuds and um, play it down. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't want to sort of look like he's too bothered that Selena's upset. Uh, sorry, May is upset, and Selena kind of rumbles him and is uh, trying to get on the side of May yeah. and uh, ingratiate herself with her. So, meanwhile, Selena's discovered the attack by the man with the knife at her apartment was a sham. And so she decides not to cooperate with Karkway. She sneaks away while he's sleeping and is not present for the crucial court date the following day. Cool. Anything to add? Yeah, I was genuinely impressed, given it's 1980. I Sorry, I thought you wanted to hold my hand. <laughs> no, just my arms. It's your arms itching. So yeah. I'm just... Yeah, I was genuinely, genuinely impressed with the way the female characters were represented because... Selena Fong was just really badass, <laughs> just kind of like smashing shit over people when they're trying to break into her apartment. Like May's sort of presented as is quite a uh, not hapless, but I guess sort of like traditional female role. She's getting upset with Karkway because he she thinks that there's something there with Selena, but actually she's she's pretty hard as nails as well. She yeah. puts up with a lot, and there is like almost kind of like a pouty schoolgirl side of her where she she's unhappy with stuff and she gets upset. I really liked her as a character. Awesome. I thought, yeah, I really I really liked her character. I thought she was really sweet, and I thought Karkway was a bit of a dick to her. Selena was great, um, and I just thought they were they were quite badass actually for female characters, and that not surprised me. But I would I was genuinely kind of like, wow, this is really cool. This yeah. is actually really forward 
thinking and it's something that i'd read in uh, other reviews as well that other people have commented on the, the kind of female roles in the in the movie closing scenes so though chu dao is released on bail he wants revenge against kark Wei. Um, using a corrupt policeman inspector man chu dao is able to frame kark Wei for the murder of him uh, or inspector man and now a fugitive police killer Karkway must try and catch Chu Dao and clear his name. So the action comes to a head in a shopping mall where the mother of all fights kicks off. Chu Dao has an office there and after surviving a murder attempt by his men to ensure her silence, Selena goes to the office to download incriminating data from Chu Dao's computer system. So he notices that the data is being dumped and he and his men head to the shopping mall to intervene. Karkway, who's monitoring Chu Dao's activities, follows. In the ensuing fight, Karkway defeats all of Chu Dao's henchmen. The brief case containing the computer data falls to the ground of the mall, but Chu Dao releases it, uh, retrieves it. Karkway, at the top of the floor, leaps off a ledge and grabs a pole wrapped in light bulbs. He rapidly slides down the pole, smashing through the bulbs, crashing through a glass ceiling, and finally reaching the floor where he violently apprehends Chu Dao but is held back humorously by his two friends, Tak and Kim, to stop him from delivering one final kick to Chu Tao. It was pretty, um, pretty crazy final scene. Yeah. There was Good a lot scenes. of, yeah, genuinely impressive stuff. Yeah. And we know, I think Jackie Chan's like a, a name that, that I knew he was a martial arts legend before yeah. I watched the film, but I didn't really appreciate his athleticism or his just his ability in that that discipline. Yeah. I just thought he was he was amazing to watch. Yeah. As is anybody that can do fight these things yeah. properly. Yeah, so it I should say as well, time has not been on my side. So I have lifted a huge amount of that from IMDB. Did you have a favourite scene? Yeah, I think it was the I think it was the scene where the guy, fellow policeman, broke into Selena's apartment. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because I think that's it has, the one... it has elements of horror and yeah. comedy, right? And it, yeah. it's, it's, it strikes that balance really well. Yeah, it does. And her bathroom was like just an amazing 80s... <laughs> it was fucking horrible, wasn't it? Oh, that whole flat was just incredible. I loved it. Um, yeah, you love it. I hate it because you like kitsch and I yeah, can't deal with kitsch. It was amazing. Out of all of the... The rest of the fact, I think that's the one that, that stayed with me the, the most, most because it, it there was like a really sinister undertone, which weirdly I I quite enjoy. Okay, cool. Like in like in a movie, yeah. not just in day to day life. I don't enjoy sinister stuff. Yeah, yeah. But but in a film. In a film Sign me up. Yeah. I'm all in, motherfucker. A little bit yeah. sinister sort of stuff. I, I I think special mention scene wise, it's gotta be the telephone scene where he's on his own in the office. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, so, so funny. I forgot about like, I know that it's one. Not, I know it's not an action scene, and like you probably should, but it's it's actually really well yeah, done. Yeah, it is. It's really what's funny. really interesting is at the end of the film, there's like an outtake from that, and he's trying the, to. Yeah. I think he's trying to flick Do a the pen or something. Yeah, off the thing, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, it's so good. But there must be so many. I mean, I don't know huge amounts about martial arts. I've never really done any, but I would think so much of training. And that discipline. Yeah, because it's about reflexes and yeah, it's especially quite with kung fu, isn't it? Like with kung fu, it's a lot of there's like it, the reason you're it, there's so much flexibility, timing, and yeah, it's quite little, a lot of grace. It, and... Yeah, it yeah it affects yeah it's crazy. Watching mm. like you can watch training videos. I think there's some on YouTube of Jackie Chan training like when he was young, and it's fucking nuts, 
absolutely nuts. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. That was a really fun. It was just really fun, like really yeah. fun scene. That's one thing that I wasn't expecting. I think was the humour. Yeah, and that's one thing that he does really well. I had a look at his Instagram because I don't know huge amounts about Jackie Chan other than like he famously does the same stunts or whatever. He looks like a really kind person. Mm. You know how they say, like, you know, if you're a good person, that kind of shows in your face yeah. and all the rest of it. I've always thought that about him. Yeah, looking at his Instagram stuff, he does loads of things with, like, school kids and kind of, like, really gives back to the communities and looks to be, like, a really good... Just an awesome dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's really easy, I think, when you achieve a certain level of fame to forget the goofiness, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but I also think, because he's such a badass... He knows who he is. He's really yeah. comfortable with who he is and he knows where he's from. He yeah. knows where he's from. And yeah. I think that feeds into what you do outside of mm. your and main how... your main existence, I guess. Yeah, right? and how you give back. The goofiness and the humour, I, I, that was really endearing, I think. Yeah, awesome. Did you have a worse scene? I don't think so i think i think there were some scenes i don't know i don't have a specific one mind you it's a little while ago since we watched it i'll be recording it a little bit later i did find some of the like the police political bits for want of a better way of saying it so when they're in the station and they're talking about operations and who's doing what and what's going on i did find them a little bit boring i think okay so probably some of the more nuts and bolts scenes okay did you have a favourite character? Yeah. I'm going to say May. Okay. I thought she was really adorable. That's cool. I just thought, like, I felt for her because she kept getting upset. And then she was there for Karkway when, you know, he needed her help. And, like, the bit with the car when he was saying, oh, the handbrake's broken, so you've just got to, like, lean against the car. And, and it was just like, well, how... You know, you've just sort of turned up and you're expecting this woman to just stand there and not let your car roll down the hill. And I just would have been like, dude, I'm I'm letting it go. You're an idiot. Yeah. But she was really sweet and she was there at the end and she, you know, she tried to help with the the final fight. And yeah, I just thought she was a a lovely character and I kind of think she deserved a little bit better than Karkway. I did also like Karkway as well because I think he tried to be... He was quite a complex character. I think he... He tried to do the right thing, but he also kind of had like this male bravado that he kind of wanted to present yeah. to the world, and it 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 was it was funny because he did do that, but those moments where he was kind of trying to be Barry Bigsbirds, that's that was the stability ball, not me and my trainers. That was when it all fell apart, yeah. and he starts sort of bumbling, and there are mishaps and misunderstandings, and like you know when he's sort of having the shower because he's got the birthday cake all over him, and Selena's there, she's talking to him and asking questions about like, well, you know, how long have you been with May? How do you feel about her? And May sort of stood there, and he's like, oh, you know, she she's just always doing this, and she'll kind of come back, and everything will be fine. And you know, he's on the phone, and he's trying to I think May's hung up on him and he's trying to make it sound like he's the big guy it's just really cleverly done because Selena wasn't having any of it he was kind of like a lovable rogue so he was a goofy lovable rogue rogue. yeah do you you have a worse character Mm, Chew Tao okay cool the bad guy the bad guy yeah cool Um, so scoring soundtrack it was just 80s yeah Chinese exactly what I was expecting. Effectively. Well, they apparently like he sang the final 
song, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he does that sometimes, I believe. I don't actually know much about this, but apparently it's quite common that he'll do some singing on some stuff. It's pretty cool. I didn't really, yeah. I didn't really know that he could sing. It's pretty crazy, isn't it? Mm. And then we've got directors of work. So he directed this. Oh, okay. So, and then, so as an as a director... Because there's Police Story 2 and Police Story 3, isn't there? Uh, there's also some newer ones. Oh, okay. Um, With him in? Yeah, yeah. Like, I think there's one really... He did a one a couple of years ago. Is he still the same character? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, I don't know. I haven't... This is the thing. Recently, I haven't watched a lot of him. Mm. So, uh, yeah. So he's directed other films that he was in. So he directed Project A... Which is the first, I think it's the first one I saw of him, which is basically a pirate movie, it's fucking brilliant. Armour of God, Police Story 2, Armour of God 2. But and then in terms of other work, I mean, his back catalogue as an actor is bananas. I mean, a mm. couple of big hits in Hollywood to just hundreds of appearances in films in China. Just yeah. absolute global icon, I yeah. think, at this point, isn't I he? I think, yeah, I would say so. I, th- I think he's trans... He's kind of transcended. transcended yeah, just I, being I think known be, in China. I think you'd be hard pushed to to say the name Jackie Chan and find somebody that didn't, didn't know, know who he was. was. Yeah, I would agree. Facts. Fact. Please. Fact. Have you got a good facts? I'm, I'm really pleased with this fact. This uh, episode. Right. The scene where Jackie shoots at the bus and it slams on the brakes was paid homage in Tango and Cash in 1989. And the scene where Jackie uses a clothes rail in a fight and drives a motorcycle through glass display boxes with someone on the front were paid homage in Rapid Fire in 1992. Jackie was also friends with Brandon's, uh, Brandon Lee's dad, Bruce, yeah. and they worked together several times, um, Enter the Dragon and Fist of Fury. Bad Boys 2, 2003, also paid homage to the Shantytown chase scene. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's so I cool thought stuff. like that's, yeah. that's quite cool to see how, just how big it influenced that, that movie's had yeah. on other films. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've not seen Tango and Cash. And it's all right, it's uh, Stallone and Kurt Russell. Yeah. Okay, okay. I have seen Bad Boys too. Can't really remember much about it. Though. That's fine. I think I went to the pictures. Did you know. fall asleep? No, you didn't. You're shaking your no, head. No, I didn't. Speak. Sorry, I was drinking some wine. No, no, no I didn't you didn't. Fall asleep. So well done, you. Thank you. Good work. It was put on at night time as well. I would like yeah, to add. Yeah, yeah, you did well. That's excellent. Are your prejudgments correct? Well, you didn't really have any. Well, it was a police story. But it was a police story. So yeah, in that, so in that lit- sense, we're being literal. Yes, um, thank you. Final thoughts. I wasn't really sure what I was expecting, but I, yeah, I was really pleasantly surprised uh, by elements of the movie, like particularly the female character representation was really cool. I did think it lost its way a little bit. I think potentially I would like to have seen it kind of go down either like a comedy route or a more serious route mm-hmm. and kind of stick. I think when you've got to read subtitles with things as well, you sometimes that can not help because yeah. you're you're focusing, you've got to be quite quick. So you've got to like read the subtitles and then you want to obviously see what's happening in the scene and all yeah. the rest of it. So it can be quite quite a lot to take in. So I think the switching between kind of like the the serious side of stuff and then the more slapstick sometimes was a little bit confusing so i think yeah. i probably would have but i did enjoy the slapstick stuff yeah. and i thought he that was something that he does very well yeah. and something that i wasn't always aware oh, that he did yeah. that's kind of cool awesome. I, I think i would 
I don't know. What, you're going to ask me about rewatchability now, aren't you? Uh, in a minute, but I just would oh, like to chip thoughts. in. I love Jackie Chan. Um, so obviously, this, I, as I've said countless times on the podcast, I grew up watching his films and other like Bruce, like Bruce Lee, Jean Claude Van Damme, Donnie Yen, like or like just what, grew up watching martial arts films. And like I remember, there was a period where I th- we owned so many videos. So many martial arts videos that I was willing to put money. Well, they kept. Can I? Can I? They ask might a still be in the loft or in the video box of my mum and dad's. Yeah, but they kept in that like that bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, we might still have some. I'll have to find out actually and get a VCR and maybe dig a dust them up and see if they still work because mm. that'd be cool. But yeah, I, I, I think he's awesome. I just the impact it had on me as a child is why it's on the list. Right. I mean, I, I could have picked so many films from his back catalogue but yeah. I just went with one that I know I always thought was solid it's not his best but it's it might be his best in mm-hmm. some people's and it's just a solid solid movie do you I know what I mean it's quite a big deal I think yeah so yeah that's what's on there and I bloody love it and I just don't get bored with watching Jackie Chan fight people and do stunts because I think it's because they're so frenetic yeah you, there's just always something to watch yeah it, it's just it's just it's actually breathtaking to mm. watch these people do these things. Yeah. Cool. So, right, yeah, rewatchability. Uh, would you watch it again? I don't know. Okay. I think rather than watch it again, I think I'd be quite keen to watch... Something else. Something else with Jackie Chan in okay, or cool. from the police story. Saga. Um, saga, okay. yeah. And if it was on telly and it was halfway in, you you watching it? Depends on my mood. That's fair. That That is also fair. Because that is right. part of that that watching a film when it's kind of on. Can I? Hmm. I'm going to take you to task on that uh, at some point. That's fine. On what? The rewatchability? Hmm. On me saying, because part of the reason that we've done this podcast is I, like very often I've said to you, I have to be in the right frame of mind to watch a film. And you're kind of like, really well I can just be ready to go and watch anything and yet that's a viable excuse yeah because there. you're halfway in oh, okay you so have it's to... different from the start yeah because like if, if you're half like cause, so for me like if, if a film's on think there, there's things that could matter like is there anything else on telly if it's on telly is there something else on no if right. there's nothing else on that's part of why you're watching that at that time if it's already started because there's nothing else on the telly. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Or yeah. like you could be half cut and you just fancy a laugh. There could be a reason that you. Yeah. Do you know what I okay. mean? There's multiple reasons that you could just if a film's on telly, you're just jumping in where it's at. But what if you start a film from the beginning and you're not in the right frame of mind? That is mental. <laughs> well. Well, the good news is that the podcast can still continue then with that that thought. it's not that it's just do you ever start a film and you're kind of like oh I'm not in the mood for this does that ever happen to you no because I either know what I'm going to watch so I know I kind of know but that's because you're in the mood for that thing no 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 yeah quite not necessarily or I'll put a film that I don't know much about and I'm figuring it out and I find that quite exciting oh the exact opposite of this podcast then it's not exciting no like you're putting a film on and you're figuring it out or is it like yeah. you announce the film and I'm like oh no yeah. I've got a bloody 
I've agreed to do this project now and I've got to sit and yeah. <laughs> I love that you're really into it film. now at this point. Our listeners are going to love that. I know. Oh, she's still grump. <laughs> well, yeah, we've still got to be a grump because otherwise we'd have to change the name of the podcast and it took us long enough to come up with this yeah, one. it did. Anything else to add before we do final scores on the doors? I, I think it would be a really interesting... I kind of wish I knew about this when I did media studies. Oh, okay. Because what, I think actually, cinema? Yeah, because I think actually I did, we did westerns and... Oh, boring. Okay. But I think actually from a media study point of view, I think that genre would be really, really interesting, interesting to yeah. break down and to pick apart. And yes. I definitely would have picked it apart with... A lot more relish than I did the Western one. Yeah, it's really interesting because again, this genre does. It's quite open. There's a lot yeah. of different takes on martial arts films in yeah. in Chinese cinema yeah. for sure, as we'll come to learn. Mm. So it's quite a ten. I'm going to give it a seven. I thought you would. I don't know why. It's felt a seven. There were a couple of things. Nothing wrong with it. I felt that there were a couple of things I would change if I was yeah. making the film. Yeah. But overall, I enjoyed it. It was a really interesting watch and the women were fucking badass cool okay yeah what are you giving it yeah seven eight okay yeah definitely cool. yeah it's great i love it we agree on a score are you were yeah. you going seven or are you going eight uh, okay seven hey school buddies school buddies yay so what are we watching next okay so we're so given that I watched um, Point Break the other day, and you sort of ch- you came and watched a bit mm-hmm. with me, and it's about bank heists. We're gonna watch arguably the greatest bank heist movie of all time. Oh, let me see if I can guess it. Oh, go on then. Um, Scarface. No. Is Scarface on the list? No. Because um, I remember you telling me you couldn't watch it. You tried to, and you were like, well, "I can't do all that." I couldn't the deal with the chainsaw in the bath. Yeah. But I think I could probably deal with that now. Okay, we might do it then. Because we'll we were going to we'll bump... Uh, we did have a... Oh, we'll talk about it another day. We'll let it okay. settle. Yeah, okay. Bank heist film. It's not Ocean's Eleven. Bank heist film. Oh, it's not that shitty Inside Man. No, because we've done that. We've done that one. Oh, I don't know. So it's got Al Pacino in it. Heat. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, in, like, so the the reason we've done this, so we've done quite a light-hearted one in terms of the film itself. So after you, us nearly getting there with No Country for Old Men, but the last twenty <laughs> minutes sort of okay. being the drop-off. Yeah. I don't. Do you know think how, Heat is similar? This might. This this will go one of two ways. You'll either be like, I get it, I get the fuss. I see why this film is so highly revered. Right. Or you'd be like, no, it's passed me by again. And it could be because it's 20 years old. It's kind of 94, 96-ish around that time. Okay. So, yeah, 25 years around. So it could... Is Leonardo DiCaprio in this one? No. Oh. No. Who's in it? Uh, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, uh, Kurt, not Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer. Oh. But... It might be enough to be like it's pretty gripping, so it might be enough to go. You'll go, oh, okay, cool. I'm in. I get it. But you might not. We'll Bank heists are a bit boring, aren't they? Really, they can be, but were they either like get in and they get out, or they get in and they don't get out? 
Okay, cool. So we'll see what happens then, shall we? <laughs> we'll see if they get in and get out, or if they, <laughs> they get, get in and, and they don't get, get stuck. Out. <laughs> getting stuck. Oh, I'm stuck in the bank. Let me oh, out. no. No, 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 no. Stop thinking awesome. about that. Well, that has been Police Story. Thank you very much for joining us. If you have a hilarious or embarrassing movie-related story, tell us. Drop us a line at moviegrouchfanboypod at outlook.com. We've got 10 ratings now on uh, Apple Podcasts, which is amazing, and we're really, really grateful. Uh, but we could do with some more. Those 10 guys have, like, those 10 reviews have, have said how lonely they're feeling. Um, yeah, and actually, what we'll do message. for everybody that leaves us a review on Apple Podcasts, if you're listening and you haven't already reviewed us, we will get Oswald Dog to give you a little shout out on the podcast and that is a guarantee i haven't figured out how we're going to do it yet but that's beside the point so if you're listening and you haven't reviewed us and you listen on apple podcasts please go and drop us a rating and we'll get oswald to give you a little shout out uh on our next episode uh if you want to be part of the crew you can follow us on instagram we're movie grouch and fanboy pod and that's all words and on facebook we are movie grouch and fanboy and that is with an ampersand uh our social media has been a bit erratic because we've been erratic there's been lots going on blake has had a new tattoo which is why my arm was itching Uh, because i just realized i said my arm's itching yeah it started to scab and peel, so my arm is itchy from the ink. Mm, the I really hope no one's eating, listening to this. <laughs> and also, <laughs> what, what were you really worried about? Do you think like, people thought you might have fleas or something? No, it just was a bit out of context. <laughs> You're just going, my arm's, itchy. my arm's itchy. Well, scratch it then, you idiot. Yeah. That's what people would be saying. Yeah, and also, I injured myself. Well, the dog injured me. Um, he ran after a leaf and I fell over and sprained my wrist and hurt my hands so yeah so it's been a it's, it's been a full-on week full of uh, intentional and non-intentional maiming in, yeah, ourselves definitely we are leaving it there for this cool. week yeah brilliant good episode thank you that's okay I feel like uh, I've drunk a little bit too much wine that makes for a better podcast loosened oh, up it? a bit yeah. oh you heard it here first folks <laughs> and now loosened, loosened up uh yeah so thank you very much for joining us we hope you've enjoyed police story and we'll see you next time for um some heat heat. lovely let's hope so let's hope so let's hope this uh crazy wind naffs off and we are recording this in a heat wave next time that would be good stop picking at it i'm pushing it i'm stopping the itching stopping it down Okay, Uh, take care, we hope you're well, we hope you're safe, we hope these loosening of restrictions if you're in the UK are not Mm. messing with your head too much. Um, Again, the world is a crazy, crazy place to live in these days, so if you're outside of the UK, we hope you're well and you're safe and that all is good with you. And yeah, we'll catch you next time. Thank you very much for listening. Take care, see you later. Bye. Bye. Before we dive into this episode's movie, I said episode and not week. I feel very proud of myself there. Fuck. We'll have to edit this a bit, but... Oh, bum. Wrong pin code. Put the one down. 
slapstick, and it's slap, slapstick, what else he's done. I can't remember off the top of my head, so I'm gonna have to pretend I do. The scene where Jackie shoots at the bus and it slams on the brakes was paid, um, no, I'm gonna say that again. Uh, the scene where, uh, so the beginning scene where Jackie shoots at the bus and it slams on the brakes was made uh, in homage to Tango and Cash in 1989. And... How? Oh, how? Oh, right, okay. I got it the wrong way around. Sorry. The scene where Jackie shoots at the bus and it slams on the brakes was paid homage in... Homage? Homage? Homage. And again. Yeah, uh, I don't really know what to say except... Um, and if enough to add before we say goodbye? Uh, no. Cool. Um, oh, That's no. it from me.